breast cancer, what you need to know. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about women's health and breast cancer with our special guest, Melissa Smith, a board-certified nurse practitioner on Access Health Radio. And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday here on WPTF. And Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex with Access Healthcare. We'd like to take just a moment to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. Uh, we'd like to thank We Care Pharmacy of Apex for sponsoring the show. Uh, the folks there uh, do a great job with customer service, and you can uh, find them at WeCarePharmacyApex.com. We also want to thank Marley Drug and Winston Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than even the big box pharmacies. You can check them out at MarleyDrug.com. So, Dr. Forrest, I'm going to let you introduce our guest for today. Thanks, Mike. So, uh, Melissa Smith has been on the show before. She's a board-certified nurse practitioner who serves patients in the Triangle, Holly Springs, Cary, and Apex areas. She has a special interest in women's health, the prevention of chronic disease, and also in aesthetic and cosmetic laser procedures. She is taking new primary care and laser patients right now. Melissa, it's great to have you on the show today. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. It's a pleasure to be back. So, Melissa, even though we have been doing this show for seven years now, um, we've never really focused enough on women's health. So I'm glad you're here today. Um, I figured since it was Breast Cancer Awareness Month that we should get some updates on screening and prevention of those today. There have been some recent changes to the guidelines. Um, can you discuss the new guidelines for breast cancer screening? Sure. So I first just want to say on a personal note, breast cancer is very close to my heart. My best friend's actually a breast cancer survivor. Um, so I believe prevention is key. And so with the new guidelines, I like to use the American Cancer Society. Um, they're a little bit stricter. And so they recommend starting the discussion of breast cancer screening at the age of 40. Um, with the option to screen every year, women aged 45 to 54 should screen every year. Once you hit 55, you have the option to go to every other year, or you can continue to do it every year. Um, and then, of course, screening should start earlier if you are high risk for breast cancer. So that looks like having a first degree relative, such as a parent, um, a sibling or a child with breast cancer or the BRCA1 or 2 gene mutation, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, and then, of course, if you have the BRCA1 or 2 gene mutation, then you need to have screening done sooner. So generally speaking, when should women get other tests? Because, you know, we have other imaging tests like ultrasounds. People know about MRIs that they can get for their breast. Um, and then younger women, we know that there's, you know, problems sometimes with younger women and mammograms might not work quite as well with them due to denser breasts and earlier age. So when should women think about other tests like ultrasounds or MRIs? Yeah, so I typically like to think of those as a second line screening option. So say I do a breast exam on a young female patient um, and she has a lump, then we're probably going to send her for an ultrasound or an MRI, just depending. Women who have denser tissue, so again, that's going to be seen in some of our younger women. Um, older women will sometimes have fibrotic tissue, which is, again, a just different type of tissue, and they may require an ultrasound or an MRI. So again, that's just kind of a conversation that you'll have with your provider. 
um, and we'll determine the best source of screening for you. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest and Melissa Smith. Time now for our Access Health Tip of the Week. Melissa, why don't you do the honors this week? Yeah, so breast cancer is the leading cause of cancer death in women. So making sure that you get your mammogram is the best way to prevent it. We know that early screening is key because early detection results in better prognosis. Some people will have concerns over being uncomfortable during the screening, but they have improved over the years. Um, and the mild discomfort is definitely worth the potential to save your life. Thanks so much, Melissa. That's amazing stuff. And we're going to hear more of that as we move forward with nurse practitioner Melissa Smith and, of course, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. We're talking about women's health today and, in particular, what you need to know about breast cancer. More coming up straight ahead here on Access Health Radio. We're talking about what you need to know about breast cancer today here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Our special guest this week is nurse practitioner Melissa Smith. Dr. Forrest, take it away. So, Melissa, we've been talking about, you know, breast cancer and the traditional screening methods, um, but there are people that have a family history or a significant genetic component um, that affects their risk for breast cancer. Can you talk a little bit about the genetic testing that's available for breast cancer? Yeah, so some people may remember a couple years ago, um, Angelina Jolie kind of had a radical mastectomy due to some testing that she had done. Um, and that's the BRCA1 and 2 gene testing. And so those are mutations that happen and um, or can happen. And they put people at risk for breast cancer, ovarian cancer, prostate, and pancreatic cancer. BRCA2 also increase your risk for melanoma, which is a deadly skin cancer. Um, so we are fortunate in today's time to actually have testing that allows us to test for people who have those gene mutations. Um, and we have studies to back up the science behind that. We have found that testing genes actually results in better outcomes for patients who are at risk for cancer. Um, genetic testing in the past has been very, very expensive, and we are fortunate at Access Healthcare to work with companies and provide affordable testing to our patients. Um, and so for the month of October, we're actually going to offer it at $500. You just have to mention the radio show. You can call us at 919-363-0190 to ask about that special. Um, but again, that's a cash pay flat rate. So there's no hidden gimmicks, nothing else involved in that. Um, and it's fairly affordable. And again, genetic testing, though, is something that you need to talk with your provider about because it might not be right for everybody. A lot of us do not have unlimited income. Um, so it is important to talk to your provider, see if there's a family history there or there's other concerns. Um, and yeah, and talking with your provider, you know, I'll help you create a plan and we'll go from there. And the good news is we actually checked um, with the, the company uh, called Ambry Genetics that does our testing for um, the mutations for BRCA1 and BRCA2 and actually found out that for October, uh, we can provide that genetic testing for people that do not have any insurance, uh, do not have uh, anything else that's going to pay for that for actually a maximum price of $249. So uh, considering that that is looking for all 25 cancer gene mutations and including BRCA1 and BRCA2, 
it's a real opportunity to get that genetic testing done if you need to have it done. Uh, and you can call our office at 919-363-0190 and set up an appointment with uh, Melissa and Whitney can help you get that uh, testing uh, ordered. I also want to mention that should somebody test positive for that genetic testing, the company that we use has genetic counselors. So there will be lots of support for the patient. And one of the things I think is the best that that company does is if you do test positive for one of the genetic mutations for cancer, like BRCA1 or BRCA2, the company will actually test everybody in your family for free at no additional cost for that gene mutation, which is sort of a nice bonus. So if you find out you have it, then you can check other family members and find out for them as well. So, Melissa, um, what are some of the resources and websites that people can use if they have other questions about breast cancer uh, screening or, or cancer in general? Sure. So I think the American Cancer Society is a great one for everyone. Um, it has lots of information. It's easy to understand and it discusses all types of cancer. So everything from pancreatic cancer to breast cancer to skin cancer. Um, and they'll talk about prevention on there. They'll talk about treatment, tons of resources. There's also the National Breast Cancer Foundation, which you can just Google and that will pop up. Um, and then I know we talked about guidelines earlier and I mentioned American Cancer Society. You can also look up the United States um, preventative task services, which is another site that lists guidelines, recommendations for cancer screening. And and Melissa said earlier, she likes to go with the more conservative American Cancer Society guidelines. And I agree with that. But um, the United States Preventative Service Task Force, they, they basically say getting a mammogram every two years um, is reasonable. But, uh, you know, my way of thinking about it has always been, well, you know, what if the week after you have your mammogram, a, a cancer pops up? Um, two years is an awful long time to let something grow before you find it. And so, uh, again, the national guidelines are a little bit different than the Cancer Society ones are. Uh, but we like people to give themselves the absolute best chance of finding things as quick as they can. All right. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest and board certified nurse practitioner, Melissa Smith, our special guest today here on Access Health Radio. We're talking about breast cancer and what you need to know both uh, before and afterwards. Straight ahead, we're going to be summarizing some key points we've talked about today about breast cancer. And our Access Health Radio's trivia of the week is waiting in the wings. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest, and our special guest today, nurse practitioner, Melissa Smith, as we talk about breast cancer. I'm Mike Davis, and it's time now, Dr. Forrest, for our Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, it won't be a surprise this week that uh, our trivia is going to be about breast cancer. Um, it really is important, and it was hard for me to believe this when I was looking the statistic up, but one in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer. So somebody that you know, you know, is going to have breast cancer when it's one in eight. I mean, that's just such a high sort of prevalence. Uh, in 2023, an estimated 297,000 women 
will be diagnosed not only with breast cancer, but with invasive breast cancer. Um, so the good news is when it's caught it in its earliest localized stages um, before it's invasive, the five-year relative survival rate is 99%. So, um, you know, if you catch breast cancer early, the survivability for most types is very, very, very good. We really can't emphasize that enough. This is something you want to find when it first starts. You don't want to find it two or three uh, years down the line. Dr. Forrest, maybe you could take just a moment to uh, differentiate between uh, what I guess you would call regular breast cancer and the invasive breast cancer. What, what are the differences there? Well, the the difference between it being localized and invasive is that uh, localized means it hasn't gone anywhere outside of that breast tissue. Um, invasive means it has penetrated to a level where it can get into the bloodstream and then go to other organs, uh, can go to, you know, say your liver, your brain, bone, and that's where it really starts to get dangerous. So it's uh, the localized is where we want to catch it. If we if we can catch a breast cancer while it's still just in breast tissue, especially, you know, if it's not outside um, the ducts, then we are really in, in good shape and the, the outcomes are really much better. Very good. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. So uh, what are some keys other than that one that you would like folks to take away from today's show? So the first thing is we talked about mammogram screening. Um, at a minimum, if you're 40 years old, you want to make sure you get screened at least every two years. I do recommend every year. Um, second, if you have any first degree relatives in your family, and so again, that's just a mom, a dad, siblings, or a child with breast cancer or the BRCA1 or 2 gene mutation, then you need to start screening earlier. Uh, we talked a lot about genetic testing, the price of it, it has decreased. It's a lot more affordable for the regular person. And our office works hard to make sure that our patients have access to that kind of stuff. Um, and then lastly, I want to talk about screening yourself at home. So my best friend actually found a lump in her breast and went to her provider um, and she was 34 and they at the time didn't want to do anything because she was so young, but she was pretty adamant about having found this lump and knowing her body and knowing things had changed. And she went on to have a biopsy and it was breast cancer. And so I'm a huge proponent of knowing your body, listening to yourself. If you find something, a lump, a bump, I tell all my patients, if there's a lump, a bump, that's abnormal, that's different, something new, please let me know. We have methods to check that out that are minimally invasive. We can send you for some imaging first. And then if we need to do something more invasive, we can, but you are going to be your biggest advocate. So I tell my patients to please, please, please be aware of their body and let me know when something's going on that hasn't been going on. Um, and then again, just talking some more about affordability. I know a lot of people worry about the cost of healthcare. We work really hard to make sure that our patients get good healthcare at affordable prices. So please call us if you have questions, if you're worried that you can't get the services you need because of financial limitations, reach out to us. We'll work with you. We'll find a way. We work with other providers and other locations in the area to make sure that you can get the services that you need. And, and Melissa, you made a really good point about the self-exams. And this is sort of an area of controversy, Mike. We, you know, uh, several organizations have come out and said that they don't recommend uh, women doing self-breast exams anymore. But the reason for a recommendation like that um, is based on scientific studies where they're trying to look at evidence and, you know, 
how many women have to do that to find one breast cancer and things like that. But the way I look at it is if you're the one woman who found it, it matters to you. And mm -hmm. so um, I think even though routine self exams are no longer officially recommended um, by preventative organizations, um, I think it's very important to know your own body, to know anywhere on your body, not just with breast cancer, but if something changes somewhere, uh, you need to let a medical provider know about that. So being aware of things is much better than denial. I've had um, over the years, the, the most unfortunate cases I've seen were women who knew something was wrong. Um, even in some cases, their husbands noticed something was wrong and they just ignored it and were more in denial. It's like they really knew deep down something was going on, but they wanted to ignore it. Um, and you know, you don't want to wait on this. This is not one that, that you want to drag your feet on. Um, if you feel something that's there that shouldn't be there, that wasn't there last month, um, then you really need to bring that to somebody's attention. Um, and folks will take it seriously. So, uh, just keep that in mind, regardless of what you hear about, you know, checking yourself out, doing self exams. Uh, it's important that if you notice something different on your body, um, that you let a healthcare professional know about. So, Dr. Forrest, uh, with that in mind, uh, how can folks get in touch with you there at Access Healthcare, either you or Melissa, uh, to take this to the next step? Well, so first of all, if, uh, if you miss part of the show or if you have a relative or neighbor or friend that you want to hear the show, uh, you can always refer them to WPTF.com, and our, our show has a site there that has archived shows, I think, going back six or seven years at mm -hmm. least. Yeah. Um, also, we make it available on um, Apple Podcasts. Uh, that ranges in terms of when that exactly gets uploaded, but I would say usually within a week or so, you can listen to old episodes on Apple Podcasts. Um, if patients have questions they want us to answer on the air, uh, you know, we sometimes do our mailbag shows. Uh, they can send an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And if they want to, you know, become a new patient of Melissa's, uh, they can call 919-363-0190. Um, or they can send an email to questions at acchealth.com. Uh, we're located in Apex, uh, right at the intersection of 55 and 64, uh, right next to the Carabas restaurant in Apex there. So if people would like to get in touch with us or if they uh, want to talk to Melissa personally um, or become her patient, again, 919-363-0190. And the website is acchealth.com. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest, and to our special guest nurse practitioner, Melissa Smith. Melissa, thanks so much for joining us today. That's all the time we have for this week. Thanks so much, Mike and Dr. Forrest. It was great to be back on the show. And our scripture this week comes from Exodus fifteen twenty six: Worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.